Forget CDs and MP3s, the thing about vinyl is that it just sounds better. Oops. That's why on Counting the Beat we only play vinyl, Kiwi music on vinyl. Damn! Counting the Beat, play new New Zealand music on vinyl and recent finds from the crates. The third Saturday of every month at 8pm here on Waiheke Radio. You're listening to Counting the Beat on Waiheke Radio, which is uh, a monthly look at Kiwi music on vinyl. And today is a very special day to be playing that because it is Record Store Day. And uh, we've got a great show lined up. In fact, come up, well, uh, yeah, tonight's extra special because we I've got an extra special guest in the studio. I've got Peter White, uh, which some of you Kiwi uh, vinyl fans will know as Subtropics. Good evening, Peter. Good evening, Chris. Thanks uh, for inviting me. No problem. And Peter has uh, got a, a New Zealand vinyl collection I'm very envious of, and he's brought in a few treats, which we're going to be playing for you tonight, plus taking a look at some of the releases that came out today for Record Store Day, New Zealand releases, recent releases. Um, yeah, and we'll take a look at the Tate Music Awards and so on as well. So a great show lined up. It's all Kiwi, it's all vinyl, and you're listening to Waiheke Radio. I'm going to kick it off with some something brand new this is uh, i think this is due out in a couple of weeks but sandy mill who uh, she played a set at marbex today and brought along a few of these couple of weeks before its official release her ep a piece of me do you know of sandy peter i have no idea who sandy is she's played with numerous other people but if i told you who it was i think i'd be guessing but um she's got a great voice and uh, um yeah so here we here we go this is a track from her ep called Let It Go. So 
Unitone Hi-Fi with the track Unitone Hi-Fi from Wickedness Increased. Uh, I can't remember what year that first came out. It was in the 90s, a CD only issue, and it came out today for the first time on vinyl. And they've done a really, really lovely job of putting that out. You can pick that up in most stores around the country, I believe. 300 copies of it pressed. And Peter and I were just talking about the fact that so many, so much great music from that era didn't come out on vinyl. Things like Pitch Black and so on. Uh, and a lot of it would be would make great vinyl reissues now. But some Something that did come out just in the last week from also from that era, uh, which Peter just said, wouldn't it be great if that came out? And I said, oh, just last week actually, Trinity Roots, their classic album, True, here's Sense and Sense.
Trinity Roots, Sense and Sense, that's from True, which has just been issued on vinyl for the first time by Rough Peel Music, a record shop down in Wellington, and it's fantastic to see record shops putting back into the industry and releasing stuff on vinyl, and they've done a really great job of that. Now, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I've got a special guest with me tonight, Peter White, uh, also known as Subtropics. I mean, some of you may have gone up against him on Trade Me, <laughs> bidding for, for rare New Zealand items. I know I have. I don't bag down. No, he doesn't, and I've missed out many times, and as I said earlier as well, a New Zealand record collection second to none, really. So, Peter, how did you how did you get into uh, collecting New Zealand music? Uh, my parents went away on holiday to Fiji, and uh, they brought me back uh, because they didn't take the children. They gave me a ghetto blaster, so I had probably the first um, ghetto blaster I'd ever seen. It was a Toshiba System 1 with detachable speakers, absolutely fabulous, and everyone at boarding school who had music came up to me to play it, so um, I got introduced from the age of 14 to all of the sounds the prefix were listening to, so it was fabulous. I don't know how many albums I've lost that I had on cassette. Yeah, same. Yeah. And what about the vinyl? When did that come along for you? Probably about 17. I know the first album I ever bought. um, It was uh, Split Ends True Colours and um, loved it. And what I loved about vinyl was it was so real. It was in your hands and the sound was all-encompassing. And uh, I remember the second album. um, That was The Dudes, Where Are The Boys? And... uh, then the third album I ever bought was the B-52s. It was just fabulous. Yeah, my first was Split Ends as well. It was um, that compilation, Ends of an Era, with the green cover. I remember yeah, that one. And yeah. I, I, remember, I remember where I bought it. It was uh, uh, Papanui, Christchurch, a right. little record store and a little kind of corner mall there, which isn't there any longer, of course. Of course. Yeah. So, um, that, I mean, 
as like me, I mean, you've kind of you you kind of got in there. I mean, you mentioned the B fifty twos, but also those those New Zealand records. And I suppose yeah. that was a time when New Zealand music wasn't getting the exposure that that it gets now. No, you'd have to go to a gig, and um, we moved from Timaru to um, via Wellington up to Mount Monganui, and at the Sound Shell, we used to get a few bands there. So I was always one of the first up dancing to the likes of Coconut Rough. We just mentioned them before, and the Dudes, and oh, it was. The Narcs were another great band back then and uh, a lot of fun, you know, and from that moment on I've just had this huge passion for uh, discovering New Zealand music because you've got to dig deep to find it. Um, and it's opened doors for me, really has. Yeah, and you've brought some treats along tonight, so we're going to spin some of those. Mm. Um, but we'll, so starting off, um, do you remember what we queued up? Yeah, um, Dreadbeat and Blood. Uh, it was Tribesman, I think. Yeah, and this is uh, from the Packaged to Sell compilation. Absolutely, it, on one of those JREM releases. Yeah, all fabulous. right. Let's give it a roll.
nice one. That was uh, Dread Beat and Blood with Tribesmen from Package to Sell. Uh, Peter White is here. That's one of his. Certainly is. Yeah. So we're, we're digging through um, a, a great pile of records here uh, that, that Peter's brought in. And uh, the, the next one up is a, a record that's special for many, really. Uh, the, the Pin Group goes to town. Why is it special for you, Peter? Well, it's the original. Um, they did re-release this, but uh, oh, it speaks to me. You know, Flying Nun number one uh, is ambivalence, and today if you could find that single, it's going to cost you $1,000. I mean, that's incredible money. I think it was probably sold originally for about $2.75. So, wow. It's... Um what is it that, I mean, you're someone, I suppose it's fair to say, is not afraid to spend a bit of money on a record? If I have to find it, yeah. Yeah. What I mean, what is it? What drives that? That, that passion I mean you know I mean I, I'm a I'm a New Zealand music fan as well and I and I like records and I won't say it when my wife's around but I've spent too much money on records well I think we all have um, but but there's people who will go to the next level and you're probably one of those I am because 300 were released back in 1981 so how many exist now? You know, honestly, how many exist mm. now? Next to nothing. So it just takes on a different level. It becomes special. And, you know, if you've got it and no one else has got it, then then wow. And But what I like doing is sharing it with people, like exactly what we're doing right now. This is fabulous. Yeah. And this is a great song. We're going to play Ambivalence from the Pin Group.
very possibly the first time you've ever heard that song. Uh, it is for me, because that record is like the proverbial hen's teeth. That was the digits uh, with Who Sits Beside You from... Do you want to have a go at the title, Pete, or do you want me no, to do I've, it? No, no. Okay, so the album was called Dog Wrestled to Ground by Underarm Combat Flea, and <laughs> it's on Sausage Records. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that That is like hen's teeth, that record, though, isn't it? 300 were made, and yeah. uh, and, and they've got different covers actually. They've yeah, got a different spot on the cover, and I is know there, some. Is there six or eight different colour versions? Could be twelve. Could be. Mm. I did see someone posted on Facebook the other day a collection of six, and was kind of bemoaning that they didn't have them all. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, what would you pay for that record? One went for sale the other day, I think. Yeah, uh, someone wants five hundred, um, but you could pay almost a thousand for it on Discogs. Yep. Crazy money again. Sausage Records uh, also put out the Four Stars compilation. They did. They, they did. did. James Buttery, who sometimes listens to the show, picked one up at a an estate sale right. a couple of months ago. I have a spare copy. He's got his for $30. Oh, you're joking. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, that's a deal. Yeah. That's a deal you're not going to sell me yours for $30, no, are you? No, I'm not. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. No, uh, I'm, I'm talking with Peter White and you're listening to Counting the Beat on Waiheke Radio. Uh, this is all Kiwi music, all on vinyl. And uh, we've got uh, something now, today, Record Store Day, a bunch mm-hmm. of, of new material out. Uh, something that, it came out last year, but it was also come out on a different variant today. Uh, this is Sneaky Feelings and it's a live, a live album from Sneaky Feelings. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about the, what you know about this record? Well, uh, yeah, a good friend, Donald McLeod, uh, released this. Um, he obviously had some recordings stashed, and this is on bright pink vinyl. Um, it, there's also different beautiful uh, press, the beautiful sleeve here. It's just quite incredible. It's all been hand-done, uh, screen-printed. And, look, sneaky feelings are really important. Uh, we moved to the North Island, and every time I went down south, you had to play sneaky feelings because then I felt like I was home. It's just special. Yeah, and as I say, that came out today. I mean, last year that came out, I think, in, in a variety of different colours of of uh, hand, kind of hand created sleeves that, exactly. that Donald's done for those. And then uh, there were, and there were various numbers, and some of them were signed, and some of them weren't signed, and the numerous different variations. And then there's a record store day release today, which has a white cover, um, and so you can find that probably in some of the stores as well. The same pink vinyl. Exactly. Um, all right. So the track. We we're hearing is wouldn't cry wouldn't cry Say that you were 
Sneaky Feelings there with a live track and uh, that was uh, one of Peter's selections. Peter, stick those headphones on so then you'll be able to hear what's going on. Um, yeah, Record Store Day. So it's um, there's some all sorts of interesting things and I suppose one of the things about Record Store Day is that it's a day which is about that kind of sense of community. You know, people be moaned and say oh, it's all about big labels pressing up stuff you don't need and there's a degree of that. But it's also about getting back to what records, uh, record stores are uh, all about and uh, yeah there's a, a man from Wellington uh, goes by the name of Jay but also goes by the name of of Record Rabbit who has got <coughs> excuse me a project which is, is kind of focusing on that community aspect and the Record Rabbit is on the line good evening how you doing Chris pretty good so tell us about the the, the Record Rabbit project Rightio. well she happened to, um, a couple years back while I was finishing my master's at art school I pressed a vinyl record that had a lovely wooden case that came with it. It was sort of a tribute to vinyl in itself, covering all the kind of click, pop, crackle kind of sounds that vinyl has become known for and that most of us actually cherish as a part of our own uh, record collection. I, I was lucky enough to pick one of those up, and um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, you say, yeah. I mean, it's just the just the noise between tracks and and that unique sleeve. And um, but uh, amongst record collecting buddies, I have to say it's become a thing of envy. Many people are, are on the outlook from it. Outlook for it. Yeah, yeah, it's quite funny how that how that that's grown over time. It's been really pleasing. Um, and one way that I paid for that record to be pressed, because it was pressed in Nashville, uh, was making these record T-shirts, which is just the basic silhouette of a 12-inch record. And I decided to bring it back a few years later, and a friend of mine on Record Store Day, maybe about five years ago, I was at a costume shop and I put on a record, um, a rabbit head, and I happened to have a record T-shirt on, and he made a comment on Facebook saying, oh, record rabbit, and that kind of stuck with me. So the uh, the rabbit alter ego kind of grew out of that, and we headed out for the first time on Record Store Day today down at Death Ray Records to share uh, our love for the day and help celebrate and sell a few T-shirts and just all around have a good time doing something that, you know, we like to do. So what's your, you've, you've got a bit of a hope for what will happen with these T-shirts, haven't you? Oh, you know, world domination um, is the key, really. We want to be able to send them out nationally. I mean, we have 15 independent record stores in the country. Uh, Australia probably has quadrupled that and so on and so forth. And we always get really good feedback from people. And you get people going, I met somebody who met you, who got your T-shirt. And, you know, people just cherish them. And, you know, that's what we all like about our favourite piece of uh, uh, clothing uh, or T-shirts or suits or whatever it is that people are into. 
So was there good pickup today? People at, down at Death Ray were, were buying your T-shirts? Yeah, absolutely. No, it was really cool. Yep. It's not just about the buying, you know, it's about sharing yep. in that enthusiasm. And, like yeah, that's it, isn't it? Were buying. And when people come together in, in another store, in another town, and see someone wearing that same T-shirt, they can strike up totally. the conversation. Yeah, yeah totally. And, and uh, you know, it, it's that exchange, because when you meet a 40-year-old man in a rabbit suit, Selling a T-shirt, you're going to tell somebody about it. Exactly, and I mean that is, I think, one of the things. Um, you know, I was having a debate at home this morning about, you know, what's the difference between Record Store Day and say Black Friday. You know, the the big shopping extravaganza. And yeah. I think, well, the difference is actually that you go into Record Store Day and you do talk to the people next to you. You do talk to the person behind you in the queue and ask them what they're looking for and what they've been buying and all the rest of it. And you totally. do strike up those conversations. Yeah, I mean, I was there all day from when Death Ray Records in Newtown opened to when they closed. And just the amount of people that were there for pretty much the whole day, they were sort of in and out, and I'd go get a coffee or some food, and I'd come back and have another chat with someone, buy some more records, or go to, you know, Slowboat down on Cuba or Rough Peel and get records from them. It was definitely a sense of community, even within the record stores themselves. Absolutely. So um, did you pick up any records yourself today? I did pick up a copy of the new Urban Sparrow. Um, oh, my vinyl purchasing tends to be mostly New Zealand stuff. Yep, yep. And, I mean, I, I, I'm a modern man. I do digital and Spotify and stuff like that. But I think there are some records that you just need to own on vinyl. Yeah, the Urban Eb- Sparrow is a beauty, actually, and I've got that in the box, so we might play something from that later on. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, lovely it's, to see the artwork that big again. Yeah, you know we kind of lost a lot of that with uh, digital. So but, the, um, yeah. with the, with the t-shirt project, you know you're hoping to get that out beyond Wellington. I mean, if people yeah. are keen, I mean, you've got a site they can go to, haven't you? Yeah, there's recordrabbit.co.nz. Um, just flick us an email from there and tell us what you're into. We can pretty much do any any size, any colour. Yeah, it's an XL. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, yeah. I've got Peter White here, um, another another New Zealand collector, and yeah. yeah. Hey, um, going back to that that first project, um, uh, just remind us the name of that again. It's got a beautiful title. Oh God! <laughs> you, you see, I can't remember it, so that's why I'm getting you to do it. I don't see. I've got a little poster somewhere. I'm going to have to uh, from the top of my head. Uh, the grain of the sound and the thing in your hand, stay with me, baby. That's it, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, were you surprised at the the interest that that, that, that created for, for a record which, you know, was just the noisy bits? Not really, because, uh, you know, it's something that I appreciate, and I'm not an, unusual in, in my love of music, and... I grew up on music from my dad's stuff from like the 60s and 70s until, you know, when I was in my early teens in the uh, uh, 90s. Um, and, yeah, people relate, and particularly that idea that that was my collection at that point. And then as each record goes to its new home, they will collect new noises just through the natural aging process of a record. Um, and yeah, the people who got it, you know, they were straight away. You know, they were your friends immediately because they totally understood that language. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I mean, I, I completely treasure that record, and it's it's one that that a lot of people don't get. But um, yeah, yeah it, I I know what you mean. 
it is those those bits you anticipate coming up on your records where you know the jumpers or your that that, that crackle, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Hey, thanks very much for joining us this evening, Jay. And uh, uh, cool. good luck with the the t-shirt project. And so, yeah, recordrabbit.co.nz is where people should go. And um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out, and I I can't wait to get my own t-shirt actually. Cool, man. You, you yeah. Send us an email, put it on, and we'll get it sorted out for you. Brilliant. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Yeah, all the best. Cheers. That's uh, Jay, the the record rabbit, and uh, yeah, well, Peter, there sharing his his love of vinyl, really. <sighs> Look, there's so much there that's um, I completely understand, yeah. and I think we all do, really. And it's not just white middle class male either, you know. Um, I've got really? lots of friends. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. There were lots of women in those record stores today. You yeah, better believe yeah, it. Yeah. Mm. Do you still get into the shops? I do, um, but gee, it's expensive. Crikey. Yeah. Um, it's getting dearer and dearer. Yeah, it is. It is. Although uh, interesting, I, I suppose you know, if you if you put the the price of a new vinyl record today against the price, you know, inflation index against the price of a CD in the nineteen nineties, yeah, it's comparable, it's, isn't it? Yeah, comparable. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I'm going to play something else, which is uh, you know, speaking of the nineteen nineties, a bunch of stuff that came out on CD didn't come out on vinyl, now coming out on vinyl, which is really nice. Uh, Sandra Bell, uh, she played at. Uh, at uh, flying out today, um, she recently had her classic album "Dreams of Falling" reissued. It did come out on vinyl back in the day, but in limited numbers. Mm-hmm. But uh, her album "Net," which came out 1994 on Dunedin label IMD on CD only, has just come out on vinyl, and it's the album. And there were a couple of seven inches that came out around the same time that have been stuck on there as well to make a double album. It's a real beauty, and um, a real fan of the first track on this which I'm desperately trying to see the title of, um, which I can't, so I'll just tell you the name of it afterwards. Enjoy the track anyway. This is Sandra Bell off Net.
from Hex from their album The Hill Temple, one of my favourite releases of this year, I have to say. Uh, you're listening to Counting the Beat on Waiheke Radio, all Kiwi music, all on vinyl with special guest Subtropics. Um, a bit of controversy at the Tate Music Awards the other night. Yeah, there's a little event happened up on stage. Yeah, but um, the, I mean, you know, we won't get into all of the the twos and fros of that. I'm mean, mm. probably not the, the the most qualified people to speak about Tikanga really, but, um, yeah. but the the record that was being acknowledged and the band that was being acknowledged, the Headless Chickens and, and Stunt Clown, definitely worthy of the recognition it was receiving. Yeah, hugely important. Um, I've probably seen this band at least twenty times live. Uh, look, going through university, this got me through uh, this band, and I think some of you have probably already figured out who it is. Um, and you know, they've ended up becoming friends. Um, Chris Matthews contacted me a couple of months ago. He's re-releasing some of the uh, this kind of punishment uh, bits and pieces, and he sold some albums to me over the past, and he wanted them back actually to get all the artwork to do the new releases. So look at my collectings opened up the doors who I were you know who were my heroes yeah um, fabulous it would be it would be really nice to see um, some of that uh, children's hour stuff come out on vinyl come out oh you you watch this space yeah because um, they did a they did a um, what kind of a what do you call it when band comes back together a reunion a reunion that's it (laughs) yeah Uh, a reunion I don't know mid uh, what 2006 or 7 something like that a children's hour reunion and I saw them at the King's Arms and it just pinned me to the back wall uh, ferocious stuff really really incredible yeah, and Chris is about still yeah yeah so um, Stunt Clown so there's I mean I suppose there's a story to, to how this album came about as well didn't it or the recording of it well they won an award it was the Reineck Rock Award I think it was Reineck the single worst beer ever known in New Zealand history uh, it's up there uh, there was another one done by the opposition that was just as bad um, Joseph were- Coates that's it. Yeah, was <laughs> as oh, bad. Yeah, we were drinking that free down in a pub in Arrowtown, um, and they had to give it out free to drink it. Actually, yeah, yeah. So the Reineck Rock Award, um, that was a. I mean, it was big money. This is like what 1988. They would have won the yeah. won the award, mm-hmm. and it was what it was sixty thousand bucks, I think, in it total. It was a huge amount. It was yeah. it was to help with a um, bringing out a new album, basically. And the controversial part is, I think Artie Jar won it the year before, and Arija, headless chickens. Mm. There's extremity going on there. Yeah, although uh, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, you know, because the idea of it was to promote someone into commercial success, and while Stunt Clown didn't didn't get there for the headless chickens, it was uh, not long after, probably the the next album that did. Well, Fiona came along. 
Yeah. Um, and that changed, and they got a little bit, not, not so much mainstream, but other people enjoyed it, not just us alternative types. Still got to have the songwriting chops. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. but Stunt Clown's a, a killer. Um, so we're gonna, what are we going to play off this? Uh, expecting to Fly, I think.
Ooh. Get away, headless chickens. Um, yeah, deservedly winning the Tate Legacy Award, and there've been some great records that have picked that up over the years. Uh, the The Gordons' first uh, album got that award. Um, what else? Upper Heart Posse, the Air Two, twelve inch. Uh, they're all here. They're all in my head, but they won't come out. Um, the other thing that happens, so obviously there's two two other awards that happen. Um, ob- when I'm saying obviously, it's not that obvious, but there are two other awards that happen at the Tates. Uh, one is for the is the Tate Award, uh, which is given to an album which is judged to have artistic merit or the most artistic merit. And Aldous Harding won that for Party. I'm I'm not surprised she won that. Actually, it's a pretty stunning record. And the other award is for debut and uh, kind of a notable debut. And the band that picked that up are the Miltones. So we're going to hear something from them. Their, well, naturally, their debut album, self-titled The Miltones. This is Pursed Lips.
that's a really, really nice um, horn breakdown on the end of that Evans Sparrow trait. Now, we played that because uh, the record rabbit recommended it for us, didn't he, Peter? He did indeed. He did, and it was a good choice. I've seen him live before. Yep. I was in a little room in uh, Hawke's Bay in Napier there, and uh, there were 40 of us sitting in this little lounge. It was called the Mini Lounge Series, and um, all these different bands turned up, and we managed to get Evan Sparrow in the Hawke's Bay. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, was. Yeah, well, the, the song's good. I, mean, I love that record. That's their second, their second record uh, called Seeing Things, and that was released by Slow Boat Records, and we were just talking about the role of record shops in, in releasing music. I mean, it's, um, there's, I mean, there's that. It's just come on Slow Boat. The Trinity Roots we played earlier has come out through Rough Peel, um, but it's been happening for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, Real Groovy's doing it as well. Yep, and uh, and they've done it, well, kind of sporadically for a long time. I think they're coming back yeah. raw. Yeah. Um, Crawl Space, uh, the, what, my favourite record store of all time, they, they did a lot of it. Um, and who else? Radar Records in Christchurch, yep. 1985, Vague Secrets. They put that's the only one I think they put out. No, there's another one too. Is there? Isn't yeah. Damn you, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> I really like that vague secrets. There's a track on there, it's just like oh it's very talking heads. It and is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. really good. Damn you. Ah. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to play. Uh, we're going to play some more of Peter's stuff now. Um, uh, Mary Briefcase. What do you know about this lot? Not a lot. Um, they are wild. They're, there's two releases, two albums, um, and it's out on Old Age Records. And that again is sort of more of a punky label. Um, no, I, I know next to nothing. Or only that I needed to have it because there was, wasn't many around. And uh, so, give us the the track and the and the album. Well, uh, first track on side one, uh, it's Mary Briefcase. Uh, the album's called Whisper of the Sheba Dawn, and uh, the album's oh, the track's called The Ribbon Plant. <laughs> Thank you. 
said you love Louis Armstrong, he's a guy any girl would go for. Won't you sing me a song just like him? Sing to me, speak to me, do bow wow, I woke the next morning with a pop and so head. My record collection was gone. And I started coming back piece by piece Her asking me to sing her a song Won't you sing me a song Just like them Sing to me, stick to me Bow, wow, buzz, 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 won't you sing me a song just like him? Sing to me,
Jesus, man, you're going to get it together tonight. Rockin' Jesus Christ. You ain't gonna go once. You ain't fucking do it. You gotta get bored on the dog, man. You gotta get bored. You gotta get bored. I like to get into a bit of piss. He doesn't trick. Just don't drink too much of this shit. some explaining to do peter oh how do you top that that's just incredible <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you should try to top that oh, look um all complaints can be addressed to brian wafer at i'm a hit records um he released this it's a a lathe 
cut. Um, yeah. Ten-inch lathe cut. It was uh, drug fiends. Mm-hmm. Colin Long. So you were saying he had some involvement with Sticky Filth? He did, yes, uh, originally, but um, he's no longer with us, unfortunately. Um, I think we can tell why from the from that actual song. But Lifestyle choices, perhaps? <laughs> I would suggest that's probably lifestyle choices. But um, look, uh, one of my all-time favourite record labels is I'm a Hit and uh, Sticky Filth. Look, uh, they've they've been in my flat in, in Hamilton and we set up uh, the band in the kitchen and some of those parties were fairly legendary and uh, I've, I've obviously lost lots of brain cells since then But um, and I blame it purely on Sticky Filth. I'm imagining your knives were never the same again. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, the lathe cuts, I mean, that's uh, a whole kind of um, rabbit hole for for music collectors. and um, Slippery slope. It is. I mean, you know, the vinyl's bad enough, but, I mean, lathe cuts, you've, you're heading that way? I've got about 150 so far, and uh, you know, it's a lot of it's noise, and but good noise, interesting noise, and it was all done on the smell of an oily rag, and um, basically out of South Canterbury of all places. Um, yeah, Peter King cutting Peter those King. down in Geraldine, That's and um, yeah, and often as you say, because they're done in real time, very limited press or not presses, well, limited look, cuts of those. Well, when the EMI plant shut down, where were you going to release your records? Where were you going to make them? And um, Peter stepped up, and uh, a lot of people have released stuff with him. The Beastie Boys. There are a couple of Beastie Boys uh, releases on Peter King lathe cuts, and if you could find them, well, you're on a little bit of a winner there. Yeah. Uh, before that, we heard from little Stevie McCabe. That was, oh, I think it was Eyes. There's about there's 26 tracks on that album, and I might have lost count. I, I believe that one was called Eyes from Sweat, Sweat It Out. I like that. Yep. And before that, Mary Briefcase, uh, and that was the Ribbon Plant from Whisper of the Sheba Dawn, so some of the rarer cuts from Peter's collection. Yeah, and there's like hundreds more, so this could yeah. be an ongoing thing. It could well. So uh, I'm going to play something else new. This just came out this week, um, and one of the one flying out today helpfully had a 20% off everything special, which was very, very nice. And so I picked this up. This is out on Arcade Recordings. They're based out of uh, the St. Peter's, uh, not St. Peter's, what's it called? The St. Something arcade on St Kevin's, St Kevin's Saint arcade Kevin's. on K Road. Right. Arcade recordings are the guy Rowan who runs Wine Cellar Whammy Bar. Um, he's put out a few things over the last couple of years, and this is Womb. The rec- record is called Like Splitting the Head from the Body. This is the title track. Sever the breast from 
just a stunningly beautiful track there from Jacob. That's Emergent from Signs. How many versions of that did you say you had, Peter? I think it's ten. Yeah. I gave up at three, yeah. which was the original number of versions that the label said they would do. You're going to tell people why there are so many different versions? Well, they just look so good. <laughs> the vinyl's different colours. Yeah. Um, and how do you explain what we're just looking at there? So that's, uh, what we've got there is kind of, I would say kind of bone vinyl, the colour I'd describe as bone, mm -hmm. uh, with kind of these uh, pink and black and red splatter. Yeah, paint splatter. It, yeah. it reminds me um, going to those fairs, the AMP show, where you, you'd squirt the paint in that thing and it would spin around. Mm. One of those. Yeah. So for all of the talk about, you know, music sounds warmer on vinyl and blah, 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 and it's all about the music, why, why, do, you, you know, why do we buy 11 copies of a record? Because it's appealing. It, it's, it's what it gives you. It's, um, it looks beautiful. It smells. It, it feels. It's rich. I mean, that album just there, that, that's lush. That's completely lush, that album. I yeah, just love it. It is really, really nice. Um, so we've got time for a couple more. Uh, one more pick from, from Peter and then, and then one from me. You've been listening to Counting the Beat on Waiheke Radio. Remember, of course, things like the playlist for tonight's show you can find on facebook.com slash countingthebeat. That'll be up at the end of the show. Uh, there'll also be later in the week, uh, I'll do a podcast of the show. You can check out all the podcasts again on that Facebook page, facebook.com slash countingthebeat. You can go to mixcloud.com slash countingthebeat um, and all of those shows will start to emerge now on our flash new website, um, wahikiradio.org.nz. You may have noticed we've recently updated that and it's looking spectacular and there's more to come. Some really great stuff, some really, um, really great features highlighting Waiheke music still to be added to that site, so keep an eye on that. Uh, we're going to play uh, a political track now from 1984. Uh, Murata Mita and and diatribe isn't it that's correct yeah came out on warrior warrior records yeah yep and uh this is called treaty song Yeah. 
Nice track there, Peter. Yeah, I love it. So on Warrior Records from 1984, Maratamita and Diatribe. That Diatribe EP is pretty cool too. 
Yeah, it's you can find that one. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, I got one of those for five bucks about a month ago. Mm. Um, we've been all over the place tonight. It's can been a real pleasure having you here. Yeah, thanks um, very much, Chris. It's been yeah, awesome. Yeah, um, you know, record store day, and I suppose record stores have been a feature of. Well, we call, of course we called them record shops until quite recently, um, but have been a feature of both of our lives for quite some time. And uh, yeah, we're going to get Peter back in to do some more shows because yeah. it's fun, <laughs> and I get to hear some of these records that I've only ever seen pictures of on disc as well um it's not doing anything for my envy uh so yeah thanks very much for coming in it's been a real no, pleasure thank you very much yeah Chris. and thank you very much to uh jay the record rabbit for joining us earlier in the show as well as i say all of the stuff around the show you can find on facebook.com slash counting the beat i i i want to to finish on a different note and uh, on a sad note uh one of our station volunteers stefan clerk Clist passed away this week. Stefan presented Sales Wales and Whiskey, the folk sea shanty um, show here on the station. He was an amazing, had an amazing knowledge about folk music, about New Zealand music, about the history of those songs. And we used to to talk about records and had shared interest in records. A couple of my things that I'm into, uh, kind of little subgenres within New Zealand collecting. Uh, one is songs about New Zealand places, and the other is records that are that are about or feature New Zealand politicians and we were having that discussion one day and he put me onto this record um, so I want to p- play this uh, in remembrance of Stefan, a great character who very very sadly missed here at Waiheke Records um, yeah, so this is this is a, a Bushfire with Mike Moore uh, Talmor Nui I'm an ordinary joker getting old before my time for my hearts in Tamaranui on the main trunk line Tamaranui, Tamaranui, Tamaranui on the main trunk line Tamaranui, Tamaranui, Tamaranui on the main trunk line You can get to Tamaranui going north or going south You end up there at midnight with cinders in your mouth You've got cinders in your whiskers and cinders in your eyes So you're popping to refreshments for a cup of tea and pie. Tamaranui, Tamaranui, Tamaranui on the main trunk line. Tamaranui, Tamaranui, Tamaranui on the main trunk line. There's a Sheila in refreshments and she's pouring cups of tea. My heart jumps like a rabbit and she pours a cup for me. She's hair of flaming yellow and mouth of flaming red. I love that flaming Sheila when I'm up and gone and dead. Tamaranui, Tamaranui, Tamaranui on the main trunk line. Tamaranui, Tamaranui, Tamaranui on the main trunk line. You can get a job in Wellington or get a job up north But you can't in Tamaranui, though you try for all you're worth If I want to see that Sheila, then I've got to take a train 
Got ten minutes in refreshments, then they cart me off again. Tamanui, Tamanui, Tamanui on the main trunk line. Tamanui, Tamanui, Tamanui on the main trunk line. Well, they took me on as fireman on the Limited Express. I thought she'd all be Jake, but she's all a flaming mess. That Sheila didn't take to me, I thought she'd be a gift. She's gone and changed her duty hours and works the daylight shift. Tamanui, Tamanui, Tamanui on the main trunk line. And Tamanui, Tamanui, Tamanui on the main trunk line. I'm an ordinary jagger, getting old before my time. For my heart's in Tamanui, on the main trunk line. Tamanui, Tamanui, Tamanui on the main trunk line. Tamanui, Tamanui, Tamanui on the main trunk line.